holding donuts like a madman dennering. I'm Connery, blood oath bound Hanson. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely vampires in Aldovia. There's definitely vampires. A hundred percent. A blood oath is involved. <laughs> And this is The Franchise, the podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises, small, big, foreign, domestic. In this case, one set in the mystical country of Aldovia. Yes, a documentary. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I like to think of it as the sister country to Genovia. Yes. (laughs) From from The Princess Diaries. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a less good Genovia. Where they also just have English accents, pretty much. Yeah. Or I feel like in Genovia, they have, like, a mixture of accents. But, like, Julie Andrews is the queen, and she obviously has... The British accent. The, the most British accent. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this one, they're not even trying with the accents. Unless it's very you know, a very offensive accent, but... Mm-hmm. But today, we're talking about a Christmas prince. A royal baby? The, the royal baby? baby? It's a royal baby. I wrote it down uh, in my notes when I saw it on Netflix. A royal. That looks like it says a royal maybe. <laughs> the royal maybe? Call me royal maybe? That was a stretch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Call me by your maybe? Call me by your maybe, baby. Uh, <laughs> with us is five-time guest. Long. Uh, never mind. That doesn't work at all. <laughs> I don't have one. Previously, it was... Um, it was first-time pa- guest, long-time girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say five-time oh, okay. guest, long-time girlfriend, but that one doesn't like really zing as well. Keep mm. all this in, Connie. Yeah, yeah I plan to. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm the one editing it anyway. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so keep it in, Connery. We always keep our workshopping in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what the whole podcast is anyways. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, you, if you're on the third episode of A Christmas Prince, uh, you know, both movies and podcasts, then, you mm-hmm. know, you know what you're here for. Yeah, and the least chimed in a couple times. Maybe that was more behind the scenes. Yeah. I, I've interrupted you guys <laughs> no, a couple no. times. Another way to say it. Also, you didn't even finish my introduction. <laughs> yeah, just got did trailed I, did off. Did I even say your name? You, no, I don't think <laughs> so. Five-time guest and what we like to call the third co-host, Lily Young. <laughs> Come on down! I really hope you put sound effects in here. <laughs> yeah, it's like... The congratulations only- like i feel like i've made like i don't know because i'm the first because like five time guests feels like a milestone in a way yeah i think so you've absolutely. been on the most of, of everybody i feel like yeah i think so well, who's yeah. behind me jacob maybe jacob, jacob yeah the only sound effects i will put into this is the sound of corn dogs whipping in the wind <laughs> what is that sound Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> that's how rudy thinks Anyways, hi. Thank you guys for having me again. Um, I'm really glad to be back and talking about this, uh, this, this, uh, you, um, you it's, could it's call cinema, it a, Lily. you <laughs> could call it a film. I don't know how to, I, I guess you could call it a film. A I was, I was telling, event. so I was telling Tyler how, like, I mean, yeah, I was telling Tyler how I feel like since the beginning with each film that I've come on for. Like, they start to just decline in, like, <laughs> in, in terms of, not intellectuality, but, well, yeah, I guess you could say quality. I mean, you've done, but you've but mostly first ones, but I didn't, Spider-Man 3. Well, okay, I didn't, I don't even mean quality. I mean in terms of 
it being just like kind of easier and easier to sort of uh. talk about and not have to think about it as much. So like the first <laughs> one was Mocking Jay. Was it? I think it was part one. Yeah, Mocking Jay part one. No, no, no. That was me and Tyler solo. Your yours was part two. Yeah, which is oh. even more because it's like the whole franchise. And it's oh, you're like right. It was part two. Yeah, politics. But I feel like you are now our lexicon of a royal or a Christmas prince. You know, everything in that whole world, like me for Star Wars, you know everything about a Christmas prince now. You're on I do? Wiki. <laughs> yeah. As much. Well, that's the thing. We all know more about a Christmas prince than anybody should at this point. Yeah. Well, you interrupted yes. me. I was right. saying, I was saying, I started with Mockingjay Part 2, which was like really hard for me to talk about mm-hmm. at length. And then next was Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. 3. Mm-hmm. definitely easier that was easier for sure mm-hmm. pirates of the caribbean one the first yep. one much easier to talk about mm-hmm. twilight vastly <laughs> easy they just like have just gotten e- and now we're talking about a christmas prince three a royal baby <laughs> it just do- it doesn't get easier than this there's not a whole lot of depth here <laughs> there's there's not but- much to ponder it, you know, it just is what it is. It's a fun romp. But easy to talk about brings me to mind, like, you enjoyed this in some capacity, at least. I've enjoyed The Christmas Prince 3. Yeah, because like you, you name movies, like, the first one, Hunger Games, you're like, that was hard to talk about. And then the other ones, you're like, easier, love pirates, really easy to talk about, what's it called? Uh, My brain's breaking. Twilight. Twilight. And then this one, you're like, then this one's really easy to talk about. So I'm like, maybe did you find joy it's in the Christmas just, It's baby? about as easy as I can get as far as like, you know. Ana- oh, maybe as, as analysis. And in that, terms and, and, of thinking, like, you can just shut. It's it's literally, and most people would say this without it even being like, I don't know. Most people would agree. They would classify this as a shut your brain off movie. Mm-hmm. And you put it on. That's where we've arrived at. And I'm excited about it because you know what? This is a kind of movie, especially especially a holiday-themed shut your brain off movie that I yes. love. Good. I do live every year for the made-for-TV or nowadays made-for-streaming romance holiday movies. I love it. And so I was excited to get into this because I hadn't seen uh, the first or second or third until a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a great segue to go to go into what, what's new with us, what we've been... Uh, I need to come up with a name for this segment, too. <laughs> I thought it was just what's new. <laughs> yeah. What's new? We need to make like we made need to like not make but have Nick write us a bunch of like stingers for like these little bits we do for. (laughs) Nick would be very interested in doing that. (laughs) We should hit him up and have him do that. Um, Little stingers. Yeah, just like I say, what's new? It's like, oh, that'd be cool. Um, talk about that, Lily. You started watching all the Hallmark movies that were coming out this year. Weren't they like, <clears throat> how many were there? Like 20? Oh, no. Oh, no. 20? Were... A mere 20? No, no, no. <gasps> this holiday season, I believe Hallmark released, um, it was at least 40. <gasps> and it, it started the very first one. <laughs> That's so The many. very first one came out. November. It was either Halloween or like a week before Halloween. Like That's literally so like before Halloween. I mean sometime in October. That's bad. <laughs> I know you got a problem. The first Hallmark uh Christmas um movie of the season. Yeah, it started sometime in October. And I I watched like 
four, only four at least, but they were, okay. anyway, it was like, yeah, I think it was like 40 that they were putting out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there's a letterboxed list compiling all of them. <laughs> Absolutely. I even, I found a podcast that's dedicated to, to it. It's like three Southern guys that just <laughs> literally, that's what they do is like their whole, their whole podcast is every year they watch like the, the, um, Hallmark holiday movies Wow. and give like reviews and it's hilarious and they have a lot of the people who are in a lot of the actors who are um in hallmark movies they have them as guests to come on so they give like inside scoops and things and like it's it's pretty hilarious it's pretty funny i only got through like yeah like four or five of them so far but well thanks for dropping a better podcast than ours on the show lily oh (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, when Tyler was working on location <laughs> on location for a month and a half and I was alone at home, that was one of the things. Aww. Like I was like, I can do this without him making fun of me. Wow. Oh. You always think I'm just roasting you all the time. You are roasting me all the time. <laughs> anyway, are we talking about what we've what's new? <laughs> or whatever. What's what, new? What, what we've been watching, consuming. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the things that you roast me for but i think i do just roast you more no lily's very kind <laughs> wow ladies and gentlemen we've got it recorded like Aww. god <laughs> tyler admits that he roasts me more because <laughs> i watch so many bad movies on amazon prime like sci-fi and like action movies and i've just like totally warped your amazon like your prime video feed and like you don't even, yep. you don't even complain about it that much no yeah i it's more so just like <sighs> heavy sigh and like eye roll every time it's i open my internal. amazon prime i <laughs> just like we think you would like and it's just like 20 slasher movies or yeah. whatever there's like four john claude van damme movies and i mean some of those are good some of those are good weird sci-fi b movies yeah but... what else what else have we been watching <laughs> sorry <laughs> he pointed to something in my notes that we'll get to later that he just read <laughs> anyways Possibly my favorite movie of the year this year mm-hmm. is uh, the Steven Soderbergh uh, new movie on HBO Max, um, Let Them All Talk, featuring Queen Meryl. Oh. And uh, that not, was a- not Queen Amber. <laughs> not to be confused with Queen, queen Amber. Amber. A different queen. <laughs> or Queen Ming. Oh, yeah. Or Queen Ming. Can't forget right. her. <laughs> Meryl is a real life queen. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Yeah, love that movie. Highly recommend. It's very soothing. That's the one thing that I've been telling people because I think I posted it on my Instagram story and I was like, I think this might have been my favorite movie from this year. And a couple, some like people were asking me about it. And I was just like, it's a soothing movie. It's a calming movie. You don't have to worry when you put it on. And it just got like a really uh, lovely, unique kind of sense of humor to it. And well, like kind of like dark humor, but or and dry like humor. But not too dark. And yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was fun. 2020, there's not a whole lot of like, you know, as far as like your, you know, you make your like movie list, like at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. like top movies of 2020, real slim pickings this year. So like, I haven't even started to think about like, oh, what are my top movies? I mean, so Bill and Ted (laughs) 3. Um, anyway, that's uh, Let Them All Talk on HBO Max, directed nice. by Steven Soderbergh. Highly recommend. It's great, great to just pop on, and um, yeah, it's real nice. I also finished um, Mank today. Have you seen that, Connery? I haven't yet? watched that yet. On no, Netflix? I hear it's good, though. Yeah, directed by David Fincher. 
<laughs> it is good. It is absolutely good. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm so here for any old Hollywood glamour kind of aesthetic. It's very much shot. Like, so, I mean, obviously, it's it's about the um, writer, um, one of the writers. Well, I guess the writer. Of um, uh, Who wrote us? Uh, Citizen Kane. Oh. Herman Minkowitz. What? <laughs> it's, a, it's a biopic on the the writer of the hit show Monk. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Connor, you like that one? I did. <laughs> Why is that funny? Because <laughs> it's hyper specific, I guess. Oh my God, my dad loves that show. Monk, Monk rules. It does. That's I a, watch that's that a all pretty, the time. Like, that is like <laughs> really. Do you watch that show? I've never talked to anyone who watches it outside of my dad. Uh, when I was younger in high school, my grandma would watch Monk religiously. And as a result, I would watch Monk religiously because I'd often be pawned on to her place where my mom worked. That was my dad. <laughs> that was my dad, though. Like, so, yeah, my dad watched it religiously, so I watched it religiously. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah, I have a deep like, appreciation of Monk. A monk, but I know that Monk rules. It's good. It's you should watch good. more of it. Monk's great. Okay, sorry. Um, any, yeah, that was a major derail. That's my job, sorry. But anyway, so he's writing. It's the process of writing Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just it's just cool because so much of, of how it's shot and the look of it, the whole thing's in black and white. Mm-hmm. And just how things are framed and even the sound and just like the overall look. Like it's very much like it looks like Citizen Kane, which is really cool, even though it's like a biopic. Mm-hmm. so i love that amanda seyfried's in it and she's like really good like and she's a person like it's not like i haven't been like the biggest fan of her but i also like don't mind her but like she really like shows her chops in in this movie like it's really good she didn't steal your heart in mamma mia <laughs> Connor, i think lily refuses to see mamma mia didn't you try to watch it one time <laughs> I, I did didn't we go over this i tried no. i tr- tried on a day when I was like a f- couple years ago, when I was having a really down day, I was like, oh. "This is the day that I put on Mama Mia because it will lift my spirits." Yeah. Even on that day, I couldn't. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> and I know that this is like blasphemy to so many people. Uh, Chikakita. So, so many Mama Mia stands. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm. Sh- I. You know. I. I'm. I don't doubt the people who do love it and are obsessed with it. I'm sure there's a lot that you can find in it. I just, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't. Here I we couldn't go again. <laughs> Jesus. And so, yeah. yeah, that's the second one. So you put on Rent instead and you had a great time. <laughs> anyway, wait. Okay, you were saying I didn't, oh yeah, no. Yeah, I didn't have enough time to get charmed by her and Mama yeah. Mia because I turned it off after 15 minutes. <laughs> but I've seen like 30 seconds of Mama Mia 2 and I'm already charmed by Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> And As not. he should be. Because he can't sing at all, but he no, loves he being can't. there. <laughs> anyway, Lily, I'm wow. so sorry. Well, anyways. But... No, yeah, she's lovely. Um, My biggest, by far, hang-up is, I mean, Gary Oldman, who plays Mank. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I am so scarred by The Darkest Hour. <laughs> Did you not like it? The Darkest Hour? Yeah. Did you like it? I thought it was pretty good. Like, it wasn't abysmal. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. I, mean, like I, I honestly don't hour. remember like an. I don't remember enough like of it, other than like Tyler and I were pretty irritated with it at the time when we were <laughs> like watching it. And yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm just, I already saw him be like a blubbery, drunk man. Like 
in that movie and i'm like so in the fact that he won the oscar and everything and we were just right. so upset by that like that scarred me so much that like watching this movie like i can't get that out of my mind like all i see is like him in that in that movie is, when is i he see a him in this man again i mean not as fat but he's got you know yeah. i don't know what, what? <laughs> I, everyone knows this about churchill it's a bigger dude yeah. but um but he's you know his face is kind of like he's mm. And it's just like every scene, I swear to God, is just like, oh, did, can we remind you he's he's a raging alcoholic? Like, <laughs> let's remind you again. <laughs> let's have him go on for 20 minutes about like, the film is great. It's just particularly his character, especially the fact that he's a British man. And Gary Oldman, I feel like, has a really specific way of speaking. Yeah. His accent comes through like so often. And the real guy, Herman Mankiewicz, is a jewish new yorker and it was just like why don't we cast like really like i don't know so that was just really distracting for me i guess is what mm. i'm saying it's still absolutely worth watching beautifully yeah. done like i would basically recommend it to people who are like film people you Sweet. know if you're not like i i don't really know like maybe but like definitely if you're like a film person <laughs> what no, i just i could see it being boring maybe not, for uh, someone who making really good recommendations on our christmas prince three episode <laughs> <laughs> isn't that what we're isn't that what this yeah. segment is about yeah I don't no know. it is it is i'm just hope, hoping it doesn't fall on deaf ears sorry Why would? <laughs> this is our point where we, we bring balance to the force Anyways, wow. that's a uh, mank. Um, do you recommend and nice. let them all talk? Those are two movies that I actually I like. Still recommend very good movies. I just very sorry I had to like talk about my grievances with Gary Oldman and that character, but like it's still it's not like it ruins the movie. I think it's still pretty important too, and it's again it's like beautifully shot. Like that alone, just like watching it, like for the visuals is like, yeah, that's enough. Um, we nice. also. Finally, after three separate viewings, finished Tenet today. Oh, wow. I just started watching it, and I'm not done with it yet. <laughs> How far did you get in? I'm, like, halfway through, and then we started doing this, so I had to put it on pause. Did you just start watching it, or did you just end watching it? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm very iffy about it right now i'll be totally honest with you guys unless you can <laughs> convince me that it gets better in the end i'm kind of uh, on the fence just a, turning it off that's where we stopped the first time was halfway through yeah <laughs> probably right where you're at <laughs> i will say this is not even really a knock against the movie although okay maybe it is i absorbed maybe like five percent of this movie mm. on upon first watch which I was already kind of anticipating, but not to that degree. Like, Whoa. holy shit. I don't know about you, like, going halfway through, but it was after 15 minutes, I realized, oh, I'm not going to be able to, like, really absorb, like, any anything. Because I feel like the first, like, 10, 15 minutes, you're kind of like, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. It's coming at me fast, but, like, I'll try to, like, I'll keep up it. with yeah. it. And then just, I hit a certain point where I was like, we even hit a point where, like, we had the subtitles on our first viewing. That's what I'm doing, too. Yeah, the subtitles were like, we're going to try to understand. And then Tyler was like, let's just, let's turn them off. There's no point. There's really no point. <laughs> no he was just point. like, let's just let's just enjoy the set pieces. Yeah, just watch the movie, you know, and it's like, we'll get back to it later if we want to try to figure it out. But it's like, there's no way we're going to figure it out this time. So let's just, like, watch it and be like, oh, that was pretty cool, I guess. I'm not going to think about anything. Not <laughs> even not so not confusing. figure it out, but not absorb, like, yeah. like I said, like, 90% of it I didn't absorb. 
Like I, yeah. I, and I, I'm not good at this stuff anyway. This, this is how it is for like Christopher Nolan movies for me generally. Like mm-hmm. I need to, I need to watch them at least a few times to really grasp onto things. Like, but you love Interstellar. Interstellar is literally top five movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Maybe even top three. Like wow. I, I can talk endlessly about Interstellar. And this is the thing about that movie, which. This sums it up pretty great. Like, so we we had to purchase it through Apple Plus, yeah, and Apple. <laughs> and um, we bought it, and then it comes with these bonus features, and which have in a way been more interesting than the movie so far. So we're watching through some of the bonus features. There's this woman, which for some reason they don't. Sometimes they give them lower thirds, and they tell them who they yeah. they tell you who they were on the crew, and then sometimes yeah. they just don't. I don't know <laughs> why. For this woman, they didn't give her like a. They, I don't know who she is, but she worked on the movie, mm-hmm. so she's being interviewed, and I think she summed it up perfectly. She goes, "You know, working on this movie every day, it's like definitely the hardest thing I've." ever done like by far but at the same time it's like the funnest thing i've ever done like it's so fun and she was like so basically like my experience with this movie is the experience of watching a christopher nolan movie it's sometimes the most difficult like the hardest movies to watch Mm -hmm. like intellectually but they can be the funnest at the same time yeah they're fun to dissect i was like oh my god that's that's the draw always for me like, I I'm, wasn't even upset, even though I didn't absorb, like, any of this movie the first time <laughs> around, and I was, like, a little frustrated. I wasn't, like, necessarily upset, because I'm, like, I just admire so much, like, what he tries to do with film, like, and using film as a medium to explore just, like, all these insane ideas of time and, like, just uh, interstellar travel and, like, all that stuff <laughs> that, like, fascinates me endlessly, and so I'm willing to watch his movies multiple times like so it's fine like i'm not any other filmmaker like i'd maybe be like upset and like mad that like i couldn't get enough out of it on the first viewing Mm -hmm. but they're so fun to watch like even though they're so difficult to like understand so so that makes it worth it to me because it still manages to be fun i don't know i guess you got lily you convinced me to like unpause it and keep going but i'm not really enjoying myself right now watching it (laughs) i can't say that i was either though but it's more so that i like and this is coming from someone who like i said considers interstellar to be one of their favorite movies of all time i didn't reach that conclusion until probably my fourth or fifth viewing i've seen the movie like i've seen the movie a lot and uh i didn't really i did couldn't fully absorb it and like really get to that point and like understanding all the different components and like uh, until uh, several viewings Mm -hmm. and so that's why i'm like yeah i'm annoyed and like i was i can't say that i was enjoying myself maybe i'm giving it too much of like the benefit of the doubt but i'm Mm -hmm. like okay maybe on my third or fourth viewing of (laughs) tenet i'll really start to understand these concepts and uh but maybe not i don't know i don't think it's i don't i don't think it's been received super well but it just feels like homework to me like robert patterson's patterson's character's like oh i have a master's degree in physics i'm like great i'm proud that you know what's going on because i certainly don't like god like jacob jacob came by with jared when he was on his christmas present delivering spree and tenet somehow came up and jared was like i saw me my friend saw it and i saw it 
and he was saying like, "Oh my god, that was so great." And he's like, "And I just left being like, I have no idea what the hell just happened." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, maybe I have to be really, really smart. Maybe I'm dumb. Maybe that's what Christopher Nolan no, tells me. It needs to be clear to the to the audience mm-hmm. what's actually going on. And there's some things that were that were uh, brought up like in passing. There's it's like there's just so much weird exposition. What was it like parallel worlds theory? I'm like, oh, I got to go talk to past and future guest Cameron Takeda about this because he uh-huh. has a master's in physics or a master's in philosophy. He knows mm-hmm. he he's talked to me about this very theory. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's such a uh, such a weirdly fascinating kind of creepy like concept to me. It's very intriguing. And, you know, I'm willing to watch this movie maybe a couple more times, but I might find, unlike Interstellar, I don't know, I might find on the second or third viewing, it's just not worth it. It's possible. It's Tenet, less than meets the eye. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm sorry. Well, this we, not we, even, <laughs> that's not Transformers, it's, uh... That's Transformers. Transformers, robots in disguise, or more than meets the eye. <laughs> Autobots, Decepticons. Yeah, It's like I the remember. second... The second verse. I can't remember. How does the, the, the Beast know. Wars theme go, Connery? Oh, I don't remember how Beast Wars go. Beast Wars is awesome, though. <laughs> <laughs> I talked for way too long on my my part of this segment. That's okay. We could probably you start can... talking about the movie now. Yeah. I, I, I'd say it's fair to say me and Connery recommend Beast Wars. Yep. And I'm watching Tenet, and we all we also kind of talked about Tenet, and I was just like, and we're, I'm like... I don't know, maybe watch Tenet and at least like give it three or f- five or six watches and then maybe you'll understand Tenet. Yeah, it's a bit too uh, obtuse. But you know what's not obtuse? You know what's you know what's not obtuse and it's very acute in fact? The Christmas baby. <laughs> you mean it's amount of screen time because it's only actually the royal baby is only present for like thirty seconds. Yes, and the baby is also cute. <laughs> Little yeah, geometry it's joke. cute in that it's small. It has small screen time, mm-hmm. and it's also a cute. Yeah, less than ninety wow. degrees. <laughs> Take that, Christopher Nolan. Was that smart enough for you? Wow. <laughs> Do we have to talk about this movie? Uh yes. Per our dark agreement, oh, yeah, we have right. to. So it's I I watched the first and second with Tyler, mm-hmm. and this the first was uh, entertaining enough. We had we definitely had some laughs. The good. second was more of uh, <laughs> some, some laughs as if it was good or like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs>, laughs at its expense. It's fun. It's fun. It's a fun. Rom- it's a fun Christmas romp. Justice it's- for Rudy. <laughs> yes. We all need him back. And then the second, the second one happened, and it was like there was a full at least third of the movie that I completely sounded off and just didn't just like decided I'm gonna stop paying attention because it <laughs> just got so boring. It's like trade negotiations. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I truly do feel that they like learned from that from the second one, and mm. they were like, we got to make this third one more cute and uh, just entertaining. Yeah, the no one real was stakes. As divisive as the Last Jedi. <laughs> so true. Was it though? And much like Rise of Skywalker, they aim to overcorrect. I think they did a better continuity in Christmas Prince Three than they did in Rise of Skywalker. Very true. The opening of this movie, Amber still has her blog, and I think it's honestly rude at this point that she still does it. <laughs> it's some kind of like just pathetic excuse for like having some amount of narration in it, I guess, because they need to bookend like at the. At the start and like the end of each of these movies to just tie yeah. it up nicely, like 
you know, in conclusion, <laughs> da, 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 da. in conclusion, okay, previously so, on while you were gone. <laughs> yeah. It's also um, later on in the movie, she's using her like, she's like, this is journalism 101. Like she's like using her journalism skills. And it's like, it's like, oh yeah, let's let the queen like use her like journalism degree that she got like years before she was the queen. <laughs> Or else she'll like lop off our heads. Kind of yeah, thing. it's almost like they just really rest. There's no real curse. What everyone keeps telling me a bunch of times, like, yeah, that's not a thing. And if we can't find this ancient treaty, we'll just renegotiate it, and it'll be fine. It's probably for the best anyway. Your child's not gonna come out with a hunchback and buck teeth and three arms. <laughs> Let's okay. Wait, can we address something off the top here? Absolutely. It's called a Christmas prince, a royal baby. Or mm-hmm. is it a Christmas Prince 3, a royal baby? Whatever. But we know it's the third one. Yeah. The baby is the last on the list of mm-hmm. like things going on in this movie. It should be a Christmas Prince, a royal mystery. Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. I honestly thought that like maybe the movie started with her having the baby and like, and oh, you get to watch her be a mom and like mm-hmm. whatever. That'd like, I don't, I don't know. And I, and it's almost like they had to have that in there to just draw in, like, I don't know, they had to have, like, a warm, fuzzy thing again to to draw people back in because the last movie was about... A literal peasant rebellion. Whatever, yeah. fucking whatever. I don't know. So I don't know what the last one was about. It was just boring as fuck. But... Um... <laughs> An economic corporate so it's conspiracy. Almost like... Well, it's like they had to brand it that way to cater to whatever this, whatever fucking demographic. I don't know what that demographic is. That's the I, thing. Yeah. It's like, I think the screenwriter just got really into like fake Aldovian politics. And then uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I just really love fan- everybody loves all that stuff in Phantom Menace. Right. And I'm just like, yeah, I do. But nobody else does. Like, don't do that. It's a bad idea. It's not good that I like that stuff. The screenwriter had greater ambitions. What can we say? <laughs> <laughs> in, uh, in this one she actually does learn Aldovian history finally which was yeah. your main complaint in the second one Connery because she just mm-hmm. mostly spends oh was her that time. a complaint of yours it was yeah, that she doesn't know the history she just generally they're like it's tradition she's like but I want corn dogs at my wedding <laughs> <laughs> oh I want to wear covers on my hand wow. and eat french fries gotta have a Coney Island hot dog it's just, it's just, she's just wild. Maybe that's why they just like had to keep Rudy like basically completely out of this movie. <laughs> like he, he, po- he barely popped in in the beginning and then he popped in at the very end. Because I, have they were, a, like, I have a note here that, to... that just says, that just says we trap Rudy in the airport where he belongs. Yeah, he's just stuck in the airport. He's like, hey, the storm's over. I've been here in the Aldovian airport for a month. What's going on? <laughs> Yeah, um, by the time, if you actually look at, like, do you know how they, like, they put at, like, um, as each new day goes, and they, mm-hmm. like, they put the date the on screen. Mm-hmm. If we really counted up those days, he was spending, like, he was spending, like, six days in the airport. He became his own the terminal, but luckily no. he had a bunch of hot dogs in his pocket that he could survive on. <laughs> I lived in the airport oh for six God. days. And bagels, I guess, because... I think that she makes a point when she's like Skyping with him or whatever, and she's like, "Please bring bagels, please bring yep. New York bagels." And then in the credits, they like have like the still photos of them, and yeah, they're, they're straight up bagels. just like biting into fucking bagels, like cold bagels, <laughs> like <laughs> not toasted, no cream no. cheese. Just nobody eats bagels that way. What the fuck? <laughs> They've nobody never been to New York. Like a Christmas Prince. <laughs> nobody imagined. They've never been to New York before. They don't really know. 
They don't know about the New York slice like Rudy does. <laughs> Rudy would think he has like roll it up all the way like a taquito and eat it or something. <laughs> That's how he eats pizza slices. I'm really surprised they didn't move Rudy's diner to Aldovia. Like I would have liked that a lot if it was like really silly. They're just all confused, like, pizza? Never had this before. Never heard of it. What's this Italy <laughs> you speak of so often, Mr. Rudy? I only know Aldovia and Panglia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made up places where I subscribe. Have you had a fling flan before? Okay, so something I have to address off the top. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> you just keep saying on, on, off the top. I keep saying it's just going to be off the top throughout the whole episode. Because we're just not going to have any kind of, yeah, okay. <laughs> a little bit off the top. <laughs> I don't know if you guys feel me, okay? But I could not, her hair, Amber's hair is no, so bad, bad in this. I couldn't get over it, and I don't know if either of you guys, like, would understand, because maybe I, I've had hair that length, and trying to style it, and, Mm -hmm. like, and that color, I had struggles with it, Mm -hmm. but, like, I wouldn't expect if you're a queen to have such poor hairstyling. Like, her hair just looks like someone who doesn't know how to style hair, and, like, it just doesn't, it's just not... I don't, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm realizing this is probably something that only bothered me, but just her no, hair bothered no, me I, so I agree. Much. Her hair looks bad. It, 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 looks it, bad. it really does. It I'm looks sure bad. I'm sure it bothered someone else, and what I've definitely noticed in this movie is that the Panglian uh, people definitely have way better style. Oh, way better the style. Yeah. They're way cooler like, than them. Yeah, way cooler. The king is so much more stylish than the stupid Christmas prince who just, like, wears his, like, suit the whole time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a boring sweater. Yes. They just don't have as much fashion sense in Aldovia. Yeah. Truly, the, the main, our main two characters, the king and queen um, of Aldovia, uh, Amber and, <laughs> I honestly don't know his name. Richard. What's his name? Richard. His name is Richard. <laughs> it's Richard? Okay. Yeah. Um, they have the worst style of any of anyone, especially in this movie. Which, think, like, there, uh, were, there were a good number of outfits that were like, oh, that's kind of nice. Like, I like that. That's that's stylish. Mar in last episode called them Kmart Christmas, which I <laughs> thought was very appropriate. <laughs> that is so spot she also on. called him Discount Dan. Yeah, Discount <laughs> Dan, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh she was God. on a roll. <laughs> it's real spot on. It's real mm-hmm. spot on. And let me just take this moment as we're talking about fashion to talk about yes. when um i don't know why it's so hard for me to remember the name of this fake country that they have a Aldovia. treaty with Penglia. sounds like part of your mouth i, re- I wrote that down <laughs> there's also just a small there's like there's a country in the smack dab in the middle of those two and i can only imagine it was ransacked and destroyed by the conflict these two countries had between each other <laughs> they just didn't mention it at all <laughs> Yeah, I actually wrote down when they were talking about Panglia, and <laughs> Tyler was just like, Panglia? It's like, that sounds like it's part of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> panglia. It if does. you reach back to the back of your uvula, you'll find your Panglia. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, king and queen of Panglia come to visit the castle in uh, Aldovia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have this shot. Where Queen Ming gets out of the taxi or whatever, mm-hmm. gets out of the car. And looks right Did at you, the camera. You noticed this, right? It was the most trying to be a Disney villain in a live action film like shot that I've ever seen. Wow. Like she just had like the definition of sneer. She well, she had this like she has this like little hat mm-hmm. with like the feathers and she's mm-hmm. wearing like a fur coat and she just straight up fucking like sneers. 
like yeah. at Amber. And well, then she when, even exudes the- real royalty, like someone should in that position. And Amber's a trash bird. <laughs> she literally says, and then they 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 introduce themselves, and she's like, "Amber of New York," and she says it that way. <laughs> and here's the thing about this, like, okay, so we were talking about fashion, and this is why I brought this up. They both look mm-hmm. impeccable. Like, I I love yeah. I love their styling. Uh, mm-hmm. The um, king and queen of Panglia, the peng the Panglians, <laughs> the Panglians. They do a weird thing where it's like, did you not feel like they were setting up? Like, for there to be a rival or, like, a feud situation between Queen Ming and Queen Amber. Like, in that moment. But only in that moment. And then it just completely dissipates and she becomes the nicest person ever. Yeah, it disappears by the way, because Queen Ming is, like, supremely actually kind and doesn't really want the spotlight. Because Amber's like, let's both sign. She's like, no, I think I'm good. Like, I have my own programs and things that I'm doing, but I don't really need credit for it. Like, you seem to constantly do. (laughs) Like when she said, like, I don't need credit for doing good work. And and then she goes, why not? I'm like, no, she's Ming's in the right. You're in the wrong. Right. I th- I just thought it was weird that she like in that first scene and maybe maybe one or two moments after she comes off as pretty judgmental. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, what's this going to turn into? And it just completely she just yeah. like she turned she, by the last scene that she's in when she's giving her the necklace and everything. She's the nicest fucking person in this entire franchise. Yeah. Like it's like I, it's just, I just thought it was straight. It's almost like they were trying to throw you off or something by making mm-hmm. you think that that was going to happen. And yeah. it just doesn't she's fucking like, happen. She's like, uh, I'm not going to play your stupid tree game. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, no, she said that at, at the beginning when they're like, oh, yeah. distract the penguins. Uh, let's play a board game. And she and literally was like, no. like, we're going to play a child's game while yeah. the fucking treaty is lost? Like, do you realize how serious this is? And then, I mean, obviously and then he, because... he's like, hey, I mean, it's really fun. She's like, okay. And then, like, everything's fine. And she's just, like, super, like, cheery from that on. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Obviously, the Eldovians don't care at all how serious this is. Like, the one guard keeps feigning like he's like actually looking for stuff and that's about mm-hmm. it and it's only because he's the only one that actually did it yeah but but like the the christmas prince himself like really doesn't care like yeah, he's like wife, honestly who gives a shit like yeah. i'm building a crib i could care less his wife the queen is like talking to him and he's just asleep and like he doesn't care <laughs> that their baby is gonna be cursed. He doesn't care about any of this stuff. He doesn't he just... care that their countries apparently immediately go to war. <laughs> yeah, if this thing is not signed by midnight on yeah, they... by midnight on the dot, Christmas Eve, <laughs> you immediately war. go to war. But then he like just Emily says, fuck. And then Emily <laughs> says, the point like, oh, I'll deal with it tomorrow. I'm like, bro, that sounds like me though. But then Emily says, yeah. like, but neither country has a standing army. So it's just like, she's like, what does that look like? <laughs> she, like she, points, she points out that one detail. It's just never, they never, like, go back to it. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so there's no real consequence. Like, King Richard's completely well, in his right to be like, honestly, we'll let the lawyers suss it out. Like, who gives a flying Yeah, well, F? I think that is that is why they bring in the curse thing. Yeah. They're like, they realize, like, uh, this is kind of, like, child. not enough. This is, like, not enough for, for us child. to say, like, oh, if they, this shit is not signed at this exact time on this exact day, we, these countries fucking go to war. Just, like, by, <laughs> like, it's just, 
And and it's like it's almost like and then the fact that she's like, well, neither country has a standing army, and they're like, oh shit. Anyway, Ugh. let's think about it. how do we up the stakes? And they literally just throw in like, oh, what if <laughs> what if the fucking baby is automatically cursed? <laughs> I'm I'm curious about at, at first I was like, wouldn't it be like, wouldn't King Richard be the one cursed? Is he's like the king's firstborn? But I'm like, but I guess it defaults to his lineage now. I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> the curse he's king now. The, cur- the curse knows. You can't outwit the curse. <laughs> she has the baby on Christmas Eve at mm-hmm. midnight, too, apparently. It like, be... Off screen in her very nice bed. Like, there's no, like, afterbirth all over her bed or anything. <laughs> she has a painless childbirth, just like her doctor said she would. Like, it's absolutely oh. insane. <laughs> and she refuses the pain meds because she, um... Needs she, her brain um, sharp to uncover the mystery. Exactly. I, I literally wrote it down. She refuses pain meds. She's like, Quote, I need to keep my mind sharp. And then I said, crazy bitch. And that's what my <laughs> note says. <laughs> crazy fucking bitch. She's so upset. She literally, can't, she is not Aldovian. Like, she is by no. marriage, I suppose. And mm-hmm. But, like, this bitch cares way more about this fucking treaty than any person who's actually Aldovian. Nobody like, cares. Including her asleep. husband. Her husband's asleep. Husband's <laughs> asleep. She needs to chill the fuck out. She doesn't, she cares way more about that than her own child she's about to give birth to. <laughs> she's like, in labor standing up waiting, watching like, watching Simon propose to his girlfriend that she thinks is cheating on him, on her. And she's just standing in the background in labor and, like, also trying to solve a mystery and just being like... It's fucking bonkers. <laughs> I feel like Amber, throughout up. this entire thr- trilogy, I'm like, Amber is obsessed with herself. That's what I have come to the conclusion of. When Melissa first shows up, she is sh- absolutely flabbergasted that she showed up for someone else and not her. When she doesn't even know what Andy's new job is... The fact that he shows up there with Sahil is a complete surprise and shock to her. He does, yeah, does he work at Noodle King point. or whatever? What was it called? Like the Noodle Warehouse? Yeah, Uber Noodle or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that whole thing is weird, too. It's just like, oh my god. I did you... write in my notes, where is Sahil and boyfriend in all caps? <laughs> and then they show up. Because they're one of the more interesting people in the movie. Mm. Then you learn they're not. They're pretty sidelined. Yeah. They threw her a pretty lit uh, baby shower, though, I guess. <laughs> I proved the awesome. Like, for all of Sakil's like, bra- braggagociousness about, like, his taste and, like, how cool and edgy he is, <laughs> that was one of the tackiest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I like the cupcakes. They were very extra. I did actually <laughs> the like cupcakes the cupcakes. were good, yes. That was the, well, that I'm was the best part. I'm trying to what my note says. Like, something, like, overwhelmingly Big and tacky, just overwhelmingly <laughs> yes. big and tacky. Just everything so, huge and tacky. just. Ugh. I was trying to imagine how to eat the cupcake that had the Christmas tree frosting. That's like half the size, like the size of the cupcake. I'm just like, because when I was a kid, I used to eat cupcakes like in one bite just to show that I could. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, check it out, this is cool, and I want to eat the entire cupcake because when you eat the frosting, like it's yeah. not, you know, it's just cake on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So. Just trying to imagine eating that entire thing in one mouthful with the Christmas tree. It's like the size of a burrito. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I, I I guess I felt compelled to t- share that story. It was very important to me for some reason. <laughs> it's important. There's also a the assistant Lynn who becomes like the focal point of 
I guess, maybe being the one who did the crime or possibly having an affair <laughs> with Simon. And There's a cursed child in this. There's the crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> whole thing is so fucking weird and i'm sorry but like they, the half-blood they... king <laughs> <laughs> it's true he's not even half-blood though no blood king yeah they try to explain it away in that last um that very dramatic sequence where they're having this um intense exchange while uh queen amber is in labor in the same room yeah. and they're confronting each other and then he mm -hmm. proposes but like there's that whole hasty explanation of why he was so close to lynn his ex-girlfriend yeah. and it's just like oh it's because like he was getting advice on proposing to her or something and it's just like bitch you go back to like that first scene when he realizes <laughs> she's here and he's like fucking yeah so infatuated with her and yeah. so he's like, ignoring and, and, his girlfriend to the point where like, he's like yeah and we, totally we had, we had sex her. twice in the other room but it's okay it's okay <laughs> there were several times and i just put in all caps stab him because his back is just completely <laughs> turned to her and she's just like rolling her eyes like as he, his back is turned to her and he's flirting with this girl he gets so overly excited when he sees that she's arrived mm. And you're going to chalk of touching. that up to like, oh, I was spending so much time with her because she was giving me advice on how to propose to you? Is that what it was chalked up to be? We like, had kissing lessons. <laughs> we had kissing what? lessons. What? <laughs> just like, just typical Simon, like, giving a real bullshit excuse for like, hey, why were you making out with that woman? Oh, uh, right. yeah. He fucking sucks. Also, I wrote his name down as Kevin at one point. Because <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> I literally thought his name was Kevin. I couldn't remember. I, I have a I have a whole note in here. He also uh, Kevin flirting with that girl right in front of his girlfriend. Bitch, come on! <laughs> like <laughs> I put his name down as Kevin. <laughs> he, he does a thing like later. It's like where it's like oh, it's a scandal of talking about like the thing getting stolen, like the document. Mm -hmm. He's like, it's not a scan. It's not really a scandal yet. I'm like, yeah, until you cheat on your girlfriend, bro. That is a scandal. <laughs> yeah. Just no, Ugh. so much no, so much no, and also just like let's let's come on, guys, let's think about this for just half a second. In no, under no circumstances is it appropriate to like steal your friend's thunder, as it were, like your your friend who is a royal who is in labor having a baby. Mm -hmm. Has all these people around to support her, and you're gonna propose to someone in the same room? Like, fuck off! Like, I just—it was just too. It was just an overload. There was so much going on There's in that like happening. final scene. We were just like so disengaged. We were just like, this is just not happening. <laughs> like, what is going on? Christmas Day is such an important thing for that family because you literally have now Christmas Eve is the anniversary of Simon's proposal to Melissa. Christmas Day is is also the anniversary of what's her, of Richard and Amber. It's also Christmas, and then also now it's their child's birthday. Yes, it's also the Christmas Day massacre when they destroyed all the unions. <laughs> when they smashed the unions. Oh that's my right. god, you're right. Also, just to note on that, their uh, their Christmas Eve baby, their newborn child, uh, when she's cradling her wait it's a her right it's a she yeah, yeah it's a yeah, her it's, it's her, a girl her she names after okay. her mom she suddenly she's just like a, that's a six-month-old baby 
Yeah, it came out that of her. Is, it was huge. That is not a newborn. Jesus she had a months. painless birth, and that's a yeah. giant newborn baby. And <laughs> she's a six-month-old baby, and her name is Ellery, named after Rudy's biggest corn dog he ever made. <laughs> what? Seriously, though, let's talk about Rudy for a second. What the fuck even is? He's so mad about Rudy. I, well, no, I'm just so I'm just confused as <laughs> just to why. Because I could totally, I could still see a movie where he, like the previous film, mm-hmm. where he's a part of it throughout. I could yes. see that happening in this one. Why show him briefly in a f- one or two FaceTime calls in the beginning and then wait until literally the last like 60 seconds of the film for him to show up? Like, like I, it's just confusing. Like, why wouldn't you... Is it just like they're like we already have so much other shit going on? Like I don't know why you would just write him out like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, like, have, have him like sleeping on the mother's grave that Christmas alone, like he planned to do in the first oh. one. What? <laughs> That's what Connor and Grayson said. What? It's when Amber says like I'm not gonna be home for Christmas this year, Dad, and he goes, "Oh, it's okay, honey. I'll just go sleep on your mother's grave." <laughs> He, he said that. He, that was he a doesn't. Line? He doesn't no. say that. It's just, oh, it's just oh a joke. God. He, he just saying, says like. He was there with uh, with with Peter Parker and uh, <laughs> Peter Parker. Who else? He literally Rudy fucking Rudy, especially Rudy from the first one. Looks he's he has Sam Raimi Spider Man energy. Yes. He seems like he belongs in that universe. One. He yeah. blend right in. One, like yeah. like Spider Man works at that restaurant. And he makes deliveries for him every now and then. <laughs> Rudy, yes. Rudy from the first movie would be like Alfred Molina, Doc Ox's like number one henchman. <laughs> yes. You could definitely see it. It's two there. things. It's beautiful. Two things I think you'd have to talk about, Lily. Her baby bump and Christmas Prince's looks. Oh, Ooh, his okay. Looks. Okay. Queen Amber, fucking tell me if you notice this, Connery. She fucking mm-hmm. holds her stomach every shot she is in. Well, she's protecting her baby. She's touching her. Oh, oh, it's just like, <laughs> oh my god! It it was just like excessive. Like, yes, we know you're pregnant. <laughs> the like, baby's fighting the like... curse inside of her. <laughs> and I I don't know. I just noticed that she's just cradling her stomach in every scene. And she mm-hmm. also just fully just does not look. I was wondering the whole time. I was like, I wonder how far along she is because to me, she looks like okay, maybe like six months, maybe seven, mm-hmm. but a full nine month. I guess she was. Did they explain away that she was like a little bit early, like less than a month early? But like, yeah, like she does not look like, like a eleven lo- days like, early, basically. Oh, okay, so barely. Like, yeah. she does not look like a full nine-month pregnant woman about to fucking pop. Like, she just no. doesn't. Like, and no. in a couple scenes, depending on what she's wearing, like, it just almost doesn't even look like she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but she's still holding her belly. But anyway, there's a moment I where she's like, like reaching. Like, there's a moment she's like reaching for her shoes. Like, I can't reach my shoes. I'm like, yes, you can. Oh, Bend oh over. <laughs> that was so too much. They spent way too long on that on that sequence too. And also, if you look at her fucking slippers in that scene, that she's like, I can't even put my slippers on. Like, those slippers she was wearing, I, I told Tyler, I was like, no pregnant woman that's this long, far, like, far along would be wearing slippers like that. Like, your feet would be so swollen, you would not she's, be able to fit into those. She's basically wearing, like, fancy flats. They, yeah, they're just, like, exactly. But, 
Anyway. Her putting her hands on her stomach, like, in every single scene made me a little envious. It's like, I want, I kind of want a big stomach to rest my hands on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you want a big stomach just as, as an arm rest? <laughs> yeah, I just want a big belly to, like, r- relax myself Jesus. on. I won't be able to smash chips on my belly and eat them like a big table. <laughs> anyway, that was just something I noticed. I kept being like, look, she keeps, she keeps, she cannot take her hands away from her mm-hmm. stomach. But, what was the other thing? A prince, uh, what's his name? His looks. <laughs> the Christmas prince. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He looks a bit, he, <laughs> he looks a bit weathered in this. Not weathered. <laughs> but if we're just going to compare him, compare how he looks in this one to the first one. Yeah. I distinctly remember having a moment when we put the first Christmas prince on and I was like, okay, this is the guy who's supposed to be the prince. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I honestly, I'm convinced. Like, yes, I get yeah. this casting. He's a pretty dashing looking dude. Like, he... You know, he looks You're like You're the first person that's been nice about his looks on this show, I'll say oh, that. Oh, really? <laughs> In the first one, I think he I think he looked like the role like I I yeah, I thought he looked good. I did. Martin and I go? both like the beard better. <laughs> <laughs> that was strange. But I, I was convinced in the first one, and then it's just like as every movie has gone on, and now especially this one, and he's just like gone through, he's like been married for a while, gone through some. He quelled uh, a rebellion. Gone, right. He's gone through some um, civil unrest in his country, and he has a pregnant wife, and he's just kind of, you can tell in his face, and he's like a little, a little bit, he's not like. He's just like a little bit more like bloated in his face and his hair mm-hmm. looks like a little bit like not as nice. Yeah. And he just overall just doesn't seem to give a fuck. Like, He's not in his prime anymore. Right. And like this is nothing to, I don't know. I mean, that I guess, let's be honest, I guess that's kind of accurate. And he's not but he's not aging funny. coolly. He's aging like a defeated dad ages, which I think is kind of funny. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he's barely a dad yet in yeah. this. Like, <laughs> I, do, I do really like the scene where. Uh, okay, yeah, I guess I got two scenes, but I, I really like the scene where he's building the crib with the other king. Like, oh, that's Ty, a good one. Ty, I think, and they're just like yeah. putting it together, and it falls apart. I'm like, oh, and then. <laughs> And then the other king is just like, look at us, a couple of kings. I'm like, I would watch that sitcom. A couple of kings? Absolutely. Yeah. It's just them two. It's like the spinoff movie where it's just them two hanging out and having like bro time, like building stuff. That'd be kind of fun. Really stupid. Everything falls apart. And they're like, oh, we're not good at anything. And the other guy's like, yep, <laughs> you're right. But they just hang out and like just don't. They ride horses, hunt wolves in the Andovian woods. They're just derelict kings and don't do their jobs. <laughs> Because, oh, Dare- great, because That's he- what the show's called, Derelict Kings. <laughs> because he also, the first time King Ty meets the Christmas Prince or whatever, mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, the Playboy Prince. <laughs> is, and, yeah. just, and it just made me think, I guess that's what I was thinking when talking about how he is and everything. Was he really the Playboy Prince? Like, he kind of seems like he would have, like, not been allowed in clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's like, oh, this guy, nah, he's not cool enough to dance in here. <laughs> no, no, sir. You you have to leave. I don't Why like both of you. Get out, get out. Oh, great. Oh, great. You think okay. you're the prince now, too. Back the line. You, back the line. You have to wait all over again. <laughs> yes, I am going to turn you away again. Then also the scene where they're at that circus thing or, like, the Christmas party, like, outside thing and mm-hmm. the like the uh what's it called fair i don't know the no, fair, no. Yeah, it's, a, it's a it's fair. a uh no no christmas um no, no. christmas market that's what it's, christmas market. that's what they okay. refer to it as and uh, that's like a thing in 
in Europe too. Oh, okay. Oh, the Christmas market. See, you are the Christmas Prince lexicon. You knew the exact. Thing. You knew. Don't fit me yeah. with this title. <laughs> the Christmas Prince lexicon. No, I'm Lily Young. Please don't. I beg you. So it's like Queen Ming wants to do an archery contest, and it's like we have a great archer ourselves. And then I'm like, yeah, Princess Emily, right? Yeah. And then it's like, nope, it's Queen Amber, the one that uh, like, like launched Queen an Amber arrow almost, and <laughs> almost killed the guy. <laughs> so confusing, and she. She, oh, what do you know? She happens to hit, like, the bullseye as she's fucking fainting for some reason? Because she can't bear the idea of, because someone comes up behind her and talks about how the treaty hasn't been found yet, and she just Mm. fucking faints. And I'm just like, bitch, oh my god. (laughs) Like, you, like, she invests way too much into this whole, this whole fucking thing. It's it's absurd. It's kind of upsetting, honestly. I want to talk about... I want to talk about three things, if you guys okay. don't yes, mind. Yes, yes. I just know that Princess Emily could take on the like entire Penguin army with her archery skills. Absolutely. And she, King Richard would be like, who taught you to do that? And she's like, certainly not you. And then she's like pegging all the Penguins from like miles away. She's like Legolas. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> That's the fifth one. When they go to war, they have to. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, a Christmas it, Prince of Four, a royal war. A royal war. <laughs> but then it ends up all being a future vision, and they find out they actually all lost, or that like, they, they were going to lose, so then he runs away. Oh my god. Or, or it's, it's like the dark future where Simon is elected king, and <laughs> Richard has to <laughs> like make a whole new army of rebels to like storm Eltovian Castle, and he allies himself. No, wait, Simon allies himself with the Pangolians by force because he says you're an ally with us. You have to fight with us. And that's when um, King Ty has to fight King Richard on the castle walls, and he says, "Look at us, just a couple of kings." And he draws his sword. <laughs> a stalemate and they're like you know what let's just sit down and watch some monk (laughs) there it is full circle no all right tell us about the the things you want to talk about my three things my first one there's a moment during the christmas market where emily is skating around in a chair and her boyfriend keeps spinning her around all i could think about was that ice being like hollow for some reason and her just like dropping through well here's the thing connery they they it's done in such a weirdly ominous way Mm -hmm. there's these cross dissolves and it's slow motion and then when they they cut away from her and you hear her voice echo in this big (laughs) way she's she's like she's like oh this is and it's like, like a ballerina. Oh, that's yeah. what she says. I feel like a ballerina. Yeah. And it echoes in a way that, like, you've only ever heard that, like, effect. Before a fall. Like, when there's, like, someone remembering some ominous dark memory, like, in a movie. And <laughs> like, I, lit- either- I literally had, because of that, like, I had the same thought of, like, is this, did she just fall through the ice? <laughs> but it's, like, it's, no, it's supposed to no, be this weirdly, ice like, rink. positive thing where Amber's, like, everything's so perfect right now i almost forgot about what's going on but it's like wow every every like everything that you just like that just happened in this little moment like points to the opposite that pointed to something dark happening i thought she was just about to disappear and like just her clothes would be there like (laughs) the rapture happens (laughs) yeah just the kid like thinks that you just made her up the whole time or something Amber's tummy deflates and she's left alone in Aldovia during the end times. Oh no! Oh my god! Although I think it was—I 
think it was Martin that brought this up. It's like, don't make the kids kiss, and then they kiss again in this movie. Yeah, it's it's really unsettling. I don't like who, it. It's I don't just, like it like, at all. Who is wanting to see that? No one does. I mean, My, it's not excessive. I know, it's, but no. it's still like, why is it there in the first place? But also, like, what, they're maybe 15 or 16 in this? I and, guess. like, did you not? I mean, like, I, I, I had a boyfriend at that time that... And, but I, I know it's I know it's a little uncomfortable. Like, they're underage in a movie, but I, I know. But but they're both the like, same age. Like, presumably, it's not cute. Let's hope. He's twenty seven. She's sixteen. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> anyway, my second thing on the subject of Emily during the last portion when her and her mom are trapped in the dungeon, Emily stumbles backwards and she shatters stone with her sh- with her body mass, which I was like, she must have an intense gravitational pull she, about that her. That is exactly <laughs> what I told her. I was like, if she fell hard enough to shatter that fucking stone, she broke like, her she pelvis. She would have broken her back. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she she's already in a bad in bad shape as it is like maybe she can't feel it maybe she is really really hurt she would at the very least have a giant ass bruise on her mm-hmm. back from hit from hitting that hard but also Just- okay can we i had a note about this section <laughs> where she uses uh one of her i mean are they crutches is that what it's called yeah crutch to get the key and then oh the key falls and then for some reason she falls backward then they're like oh what do we do and like oh there's nothing else we can do and I'm sorry, but like she has a second crutch. Yeah, I was, I was, like, I was like, how come the, the queen is like, all right, give me your other crutch. I'm just gonna reach over and like pull this, the pull the key. It'll be much easier now that it's on the ground and not on a hook. Yeah, I, I, that I fully didn't get. And for some reason, she had to like take a bobby pin out of her hair and be like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna pick the lock. So. Emily looks at her and goes like, how come you didn't just do that first? Why'd you make me do that? <laughs> Why did you make me break my back? Like. <laughs> But then I guess, you know what? They wouldn't have found the treaty. Mm-hmm. She didn't fall back on it. Treaty of the treason. Why didn't the guy just burn the treaty? Princess Emily wouldn't have broken up Balin's tomb and then whipped out her bow and killed the cave troll. <laughs> <laughs> we were half expecting a cave troll to actually appear. Yeah. I, I thought like, they'd see the, King, the, the first King Richard the first ghost in the dungeon and he'd be like, yeah. I'm very proud of you. I was hoping there'd be a ghost and then he returns to he just turns around. And he's like, "Anyways, where was I?" As like a ghost, king. and then he just starts whipping a ghost Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about our the sex the Christmas sex dungeon. Yeah, I was expecting like the bones of Yukon Cornelius to be in there or something. I was hoping for it. Wow. That's okay. And the third and final thing I wanted to talk about, at least before we launch onto something else, is that. The scene where Richard rides through the night on on the on his horse to save the doctor from her crash. <laughs> In the darkness, we hear a wolf howl, and he goes, "Not tonight!" And yes! I always think, "Like those wolves are gonna get vengeance on you tonight. <laughs> this is it. This is the gray baby. They're gonna get you." Yeah, I thought there would just be a wolf like in the car in place of the lady or something. Th- I was <laughs> like, oh my God, what if like, because there's the moment where he rides up to her car and it's like, there's like, you know, a moment, Silence. like there's a pause and he's like mm-hmm. unrolling the window and I was like, what if she's fucking just eaten by a wolf? <laughs> just this blood smeared wolf going. <laughs> and she's literally just like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, Lily is saying she didn't even like try to move her car or anything. She's just like watching she didn't. YouTube videos. You watch the crash happen. <laughs> 
she like veers off the and she like crashes into that pile of snow mm-hmm. so and you see it all happen and and she like just immediately takes out her phone and she's like yeah can't I'm make s- it and it's like <laughs> did you even try to back up your car or move or any she didn't <laughs> he has to come out on horseback <laughs> i think i've learned that andovians really don't care about certain things like I think she is more of like a meditation guide or meditation guide kind of person than maybe even a doctor or a birther person. Not birther, but like. <laughs> Hard to say, but like also one of the things that I like, I noted, speaking of that, like I don't, I mean, it. I assume she was her full on like OBGYN. Yes. And like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, a, there's a scene earlier on where they're doing like an ultrasound mm-hmm. and in the royal birthing room birthing. I, in the royal OPGYN room it's just in the castle they have like ev- they have the whole like video screen and all the mm-hmm. the thing that she's laying on like all that shit and like yeah I was like oh okay this is interesting and then fucking like Emily and the the uh the queen, the queen. and then another person maybe her friend I think Simon someone three people fucking yeah. burst in they don't even knock and i'm like this is literally an an obgyn appointment and you just fucking just burst into the room they're like hi like tell us the gender of the baby now it's just like this is the this is like one of the last appointments that you could just burst yourself into like so rude like you can't even knock no it's their house. Why should they? <laughs> My God. Like, no. <laughs> no. Uh, what about the dog that can sniff out an artifact? Yeah, that's good. He's like, well, he was bred because of the blood. Uh, he was blood bound. The dog was too. <laughs> that's right. So he could sniff the ancient blood vial and find out where the artifacts are. <laughs> it does. I really There's wish all- there was like an actual curse and wait, like magic I'm... and stuff. Wait, mm-hmm. you guys are trying. Okay, wait. Seriously, though, I didn't think about this till now. What? They didn't bring that dog, like, down into the dungeon no, to try to... No, he made a point not to, the guy, because he was covering his tracks. Yeah. Wait, what? The guy who the... ended up in prison, who's, like, their guard, because he's who's a like... house of little or whatever. He How did he cover his tracks? By not going down to the... Uh... Yeah, he was, like, guiding the dog. Like, he was the one with the dog on a leash, so he just didn't take the dog to the dungeon. It was him and not, like, um, someone from, I don't know, the police force. Exactly right. <laughs> Internal affairs. Inter- <laughs> that oh whole God. thing, with, I was so mad. Like, why did they make Mr. Little do it? He's, like, nice and good throughout all the other movies. And now I learn he's, like, in jail and, like, blood bound to, was, like, destroy the other I was pretty aliens. upset by that, too. Yeah, I still don't trust Simon. Neither <laughs> do didn't. I! He was, and, like, she's even talking to, uh... Uh, nameless friend, whatever, who ends up marrying Simon. Melissa. And, uh, he, she, Queen Amber says, all, all of your bad boys have left you heart, heartbroken. And it's just like, wow. like That's rough. Very, yeah, being very upfront with her friend. Mm-hmm. Nobody trusts Simon either. Yeah. It's really and, but then Simon gets his duke hood. What? He becomes a duke. He does? Yeah, when? Richard pats him on the says, how about a royal position, Simon? And Simon's like, everything's coming up, Simon! Oh my I god. L- I like how uh, Rudy's like a count or a duke or something in the end of the second one, but he still can't say Aldovia correctly. 
he won't. It's not even like he can't. I don't think he wants to. I think he's just an angry, willfully ignorant person at yes. this point. Yeah. What about the scene where she has Anakin dreams where she's like having nightmares and she's like whacking her arm? Oh, that was so bizarre. Her (laughs) arm was moving in such a strange way. I thought she was about to conjure something. Like it was so, it was so weird. There's a a similar, I I don't know why, but during the birth, I just kept thinking of Uba. Uba. (laughs) I was thinking that, like, I wasn't thinking that too, but earlier you're talking about like the nurse. I'm just like. Man, that's still the weirdest scene in, like, anything. It's, like, the birthing scene in Revenge of the Sith. You remember, yeah. Lily, when they're, like, on that asteroid planet and, like, yeah. there's the birthing robots and they're yes. just like, I'm afraid she lost the will to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how does a robot know that even? <laughs> and the, the robots can read souls in Star Wars. And, like, but the nurse just goes, Uba. Uba. There is a scene, like, right when she's, like, well, it's like, okay, she's like, oh, I, I think I'm, I think the baby's coming. And then everyone just like, it cuts to everybody else. And they're just kind of standing there. And it's like, get out of there. Nobody has Please. any, nobody takes any cue. Like no. the doctor has to be like, get the fuck out. Like, <laughs> and like, even then they're watch. like, okay. And they're like moving like very slowly out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why the queen installed like a viewing window just for this purpose. So they oh, all no. like just peek through the window. <laughs> God. There's also the part when uh, Rudy does show up because we thought he wouldn't show up the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then he shows up and like holds the baby. And there's like the queen what, or the, the the nurse whispers something. Did you catch what she said, Connery? We should have rewound it. <sighs> she, I, you know, I, actually I didn't. I can only assume she said something on the lines of be careful. It's a baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Keep your corn dog hands gentle. <laughs> It's not a big corn dog. This one has a soul. <laughs> this one has a soul. And he goes, my corn dog wife does have a soul. I'll have you know. <laughs> corn dog wife. I just thought she, like, I couldn't tell, but, like, from the patter of, like, her talking, I thought it was just like, excuse me, your hand, get your hands off that fucking baby. Thank you. It honestly, it sounds like it's so, it's so, it's like, so in the background, like, whatever she says. It's, like, so quiet. Yeah, fucking Rudy, man. Rudy. Ugh. We're deprived of the greatest Rudy in the second Christmas Prince, and then we're just flat out denied the Rudy this entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> the they fuck? may as well just put a third Rudy in. That's yeah, what right? I'm saying. Like, I'm wondering. Like, I brought this up like earlier. Like, what what do you guys think? Like, could have happened? Like, what was the reason? Because I feel like he could have easily been. I don't know. I feel like he easily could have been like a part of just another side character with maybe even yeah. a, if he only had a couple lines here and there, a couple mm-hmm. appearances. Did they think it would be too much like, oh, because he's here at the castle, like he has to have I mean, he's like X all... amount of heart to hearts with her. Like no. we don't want to mm-hmm. deal with that. I like think what's the main problem is he's just all shtick at this point. Like he actually mm-hmm. is heartfelt in the first one. The second one he just is very sticky and like has more to do with talking to the chef who's not even in this one. No, she's not. Oh, I, th- yeah. I thought I'd get a payoff. I thought we'd get him proposing to the chef in this one and then like them <laughs> yeah. having a little romantic thing going on. Everyone gets proposed to on Christmas and then Mr. Little goes to prison and he's like, where's my romantic intrigue, huh? What about me? <laughs> yeah, I think just ultimate. I mean, you think about it. He fucking shows up when the baby is uh, born and everything. He's like, yeah, good times. Yeah, the granddaughter. (laughs) And it's like, he doesn't know jack shit about what, like, he doesn't know anything. I guess that maybe over one of the, one of the FaceTime calls, they explain, they sort of explain something to him, but it's like, 
He's been completely excluded he's from been this whole thing. At the airport. Yeah, he's just been living like Tom Hanks, like eating hot dogs out of his khaki pants. <laughs> so that was just weird. It was. It it truly just felt like oh yeah. Just, he he played a role in in the last movie and the one before. Like okay, so he has to make an appearance, but we also don't want to pay this guy for X amount yeah. of days. I'm like, pretty sure let's that was just it. Fly him out to Romania or whatever. Like let's just like keep. Oh, there's a storm. He can't come. <laughs> I would have killed him off, honestly. Maybe for this third, I'd be like, he died. He died. He choked on a corn dog and died oh, in his no. diner. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that's what's gonna happen in the fourth one. Oh, in the Christmas Prince four. Um, maybe Rudy passes that? away. The Christmas funeral. The Christmas Prince for Rudy's legacy. <laughs> a Christmas funeral. No. A Christmas Prince for a Christmas funeral. Colon Rudy's legacy. So there's four. There's two subtitles, and then it's the whole movie is just about the ghost of Rudy hanging out with like an orangutan, and they have to like solve crimes or something. Oh my god! Wow. I want the orangutan not to be able to understand anything that he's saying. Like it's literally just an orangutan, <laughs> untamed, the orangutan, yeah, the a wild just, like, animal. The, he just looks at the camera constantly, and he has like a fedora, and he's just like, oh I don't know. Mm-hmm. The animal's just generally disinterested in what's going on. It often bites Rudy or tries to, but he's a ghost. Yeah, so it just faces right through him. And he goes, "Oh, you scamp!" I'm just glad that the baby has Converse. Yeah. I noticed it was actually it's like I'm shocked. It was the only converse we saw in this whole movie because they made such a goddamn point <laughs> in the second and the first to show that you know what she's quirky. She mm-hmm. wears she wears converse. The she's not occasions. like most princesses. I mean, <laughs> she wears like- fucking converse with her ball gown, <laughs> like which is so <sighs> like maybe in like 2004. Yeah, it's you could, like, you could I feel get like it that maybe that could went. be a thing, but like, holy shit! <laughs> like, yeah, no, not I in the last, last couple episode, years. But like, a, a friend of mine wore Converse on her wedding, and while I'm still like, eh, I don't really like it that much. I understand why she did it because it is in her character. She wore those things like they were attached to her body. I get <laughs> so that. Like, so I'm like, you know what? I can let it slide for you, Jesse. If you're listening, I, I, you you get a freebie because I know that's your thing. <laughs> We need more franchise. We need more franchise. franchise. Yes, more meat for the meat grinder. Oh, oh. what? <laughs> Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard that? The there's this weird tape that my grandma would play, and it had this character similar to Sweeney Todd, except he was a butcher. And there was a song that he that he sang in the end with "Oh Dunderback, Oh Dunderback, could you be so mean to ever have invented the sausage meat machine for all the rats and pussycats had never more been seen? They're all grown up in Dunderback's sausage meat machine." Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, th- I think he grinds up a person at one point, but like the song is him mostly killing cats and rats. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, as as like dark and grotesque as that was, I really enjoyed that Connery. Yeah, it's very catchy, right? You should make a whole album. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we need friends for the franchise. That's Lest, right. That's where we were. Lest our friends become former friends and they be, they create the enemy chise. <laughs> the enemy chise. Wow. Is there is there anything we should, we should talk about? We talked about Rudy's legacy and it's also a baseball movie. It's also a base, of course. 
my last note just says, damn you, Amber, your blog isn't cute anymore. You aren't the underdog. It's just vapid. That's now. what I mean. That's like, the last with her thing. journalism, it's like, oh, she has to figure it out because uh, if anybody else solves the mystery, then she'll have them, their heads lopped off. <laughs> yeah. Um, same with the blog. It's like, everyone check out my blog. I'm just a queen. I'm <laughs> just a queen. But I'm just I'm like just you. Do my blog. I'm just a queen and... And you guys don't I'm know this just song? a girl. Is is was no, it like that one? I'm no. just a queen and life is a nightmare. What is that? Oh my god, are you guys serious? No, Jesus. I don't know what that is. What is it? It's it's simple plan. Oh, sorry. A lot of your audience is screaming right now because yeah. you don't know what that is. Sorry. That's okay. We'll, we'll try to talk more about simple plan and some forty one. Yellow card. I'm pretty sure we mentioned Sugar Ray at some point. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's come up. That sounds right. I was really expecting the kid's name, like, to have something to do with her shoes. Converse. <laughs> no, 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 Chuck. T- I'm naming my child Chuck, Chuck Taylor. Chuck. <laughs> that sounds like a country singer song. Name. I yeah. I have expected her to still name her child Rudy, even though it was a girl. Rudina. Yeah. I wasn't surprised. You know what? In my notes, what she says, I'm like, literally, if it's a girl, she's going to name it after her mom. And then she says, we're naming it after her mom. Like, no one had the deductive reasoning to think about that and be like, she's going to name it after her mom who passed away. Like, come on. Her name shall be Ellery Converse Christmas Prince the Third. <laughs> Celery Converse Christmas Warlock Cursed the Fourth. She's, which I'm not going to lie. That name Ellery, I don't know if I've really heard it heard it before. That's kind of cute. I like Everyone, it. Everyone, all the Ellery? kids are gonna call her Celery. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> I feel like Connor, you're always quick to bring up like a name that's easy to make fun of or something. It's like, don't name a kid that. <laughs> I I'm never one to make fun of names because I have like a stupid name that can be made fun of. But <laughs> really. I was called Canary for a very short time, but I'm also very good at letting stuff like that roll off my back and like joining in and being like, oh yeah, da da da. And it stops being fun really quick for the bully. Yeah. Wow. I love That's your smart. name, Connery, by the way. I, I don't know if Aww. I've ever said that. I, lo- you have I love it. your Thank name. You. Thank you. It, I, yeah. I love it too. It's a good name. It's so cool. I love it. Connery Ian Patrick Hansen. The first. Uh, I have nothing else from this movie. I no, think, uh, I could make more jokes about the dungeon, but uh, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty worn out now. Mm-hmm. Much like the Christmas prince's face per Lily, we're all worn out. <laughs> I was way too mean about that. It's not even like it's an extreme thing. It's very subtle. We've all slightly but it's, bloated. It's almost just like. Well, too yeah, many donuts. you could just see this. Yeah, you could just see it subtly on his face. With and... my hands smeared with cream that I just rub on the walls. <laughs> because I've never eaten a donut in my life. How do I hold this? He just grabs it like an orange, like a madman. He's like, a, he's like an ape. He's just like, donut? Or like a like, burger. Yeah. He grabs it like a burger. Yeah. Like... yeah. <laughs> it's an abomination. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, here we are at the precipice, at the very end of our journey. Yeah, Happy New Year, by the way, you guys. It's 2021 now. Oh yeah. This This will come out in January. Oh god. It's such a great way to ring in the new year with this movie. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Speaking of bringing in new things, I guess we should announce the new franchise. Yes. Get out the trash can. It's a a raffle. It's a... What's it called in Hunger Games? 
Um, the qu- the quarter quell. Yeah, this is the quarter quell. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. It's the reaping. The reaping, right? The reaping. Uh, yes, we are reaping the franchises. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know if I know what your guys' next franchise is. When we I'm announce it, you still won't know. <laughs> what? That doesn't make sense. It's fine. <laughs> the new franchise is gonna be. The Naked Gun. It Ooh. is? <laughs> what? I didn't know, what know that, that. Do you know what that is? I do know what that is. Oh, okay. Because the Naked we, Gun. Because we love incredibly high ratings, we're continuing with franchises that, uh, you know, some people have seen. <laughs> some people? <laughs> By the way, every time Tyler does that, he literally picks up our trash can that's under my don't desk. Don't tell him my secrets. <laughs> don't tell him. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. He He picks up the... The very fancy... Um, the reaping you know, bucket. <laughs> the reaping bucket. <laughs> do we have time to play a game, or can you guys think of anything yeah, else yeah. to do with this movie? I'm just going to say I forfeit the game that I... I oh, why? No, no. It doesn't, now that I, I... It doesn't make sense, now that I think of it. So you guys, if you have anything, go for it. <sighs> I'm really excited, Lily. I thought you, you, you had a good it? game. Just tell I, don't just ha- I don't have I'll one. Cut it out. It doesn't make sense now that we went through the episode. I don't think it makes sense. What is it? Oh, what is it? Just just say it. Come on. I literally I thought of it in half a second. What like I don't That's what this, we do. This all has That's to be cut out. What is it? We do. What is it? We'll cut it out. Oh my god. This all has to be cut out. Like if you had to make a buddy cop movie or TV show just like a pairing from any two uh-huh. of the characters in this universe. <laughs> I already did this movie. But you but you already did it with with the kings. The kings. Yeah, that's the, right. We, a we, couple we of kings. That. Like, that's, that's obviously right. the one that everyone wants to see. And then I realized how <laughs> obvious it was with, like, Sahil and Thankless Friend. Andy. Yeah. And it's, like, it's all kind of, and Simon, and the, it's, like, okay, the pairings are already there. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess you could say, like, I mean, what what would each of those be? But, like, I but it's kind of obvious. So, just forget that I had anything. No, I like you guys, it. you I guys, like no, 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 no. Yeah, I like it. I already did mine of a ghost of Rudy and an orangutan with a fedora solving crimes. <laughs> Orangutan's not even in the movie. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> oh, pull it, it out your ass. Be someone in the movie? Mm, no, maybe it doesn't even have to be a pairing. It could just be a spinoff show. But okay, we'll just a spinoff. I don't show? really. Connery that. has something though, so just like Connery do his. Yes, but he likes it when other people have games too. I I don't I don't have something. By the way, I I was like I was gonna have to try to think of something on the spot. You don't. So stay tuned for uh, the Naked Gun. There's three of those. Everyone wants to. Everyone <laughs> wants to hear about that. You know what? You know what we got. To, I, I reach out to my friends who are guests on this podcast. I ask them what they want to do, and they said that. <laughs> so I like to see my friends. I like to talk to them on the interwebs and put up episodes of us talking about stuff. So I hope you all enjoy the secret treasures of the Zucker's Naked Gun franchise. I'm excited for that. It should be fun. I've seen none of the Naked Guns, and I don't know who our guests are going to be for the Naked Guns. I'm curious who was one that represented for them, but I guess I'll find out. Say the first one starts with a J and ends with an Osif. Oh, my God. Joseph David Horn. <laughs> we'll see Joe. That's good. We haven't seen him since Back to the Future. Yeah. Now he's back in time. Gotta get back in time. Lily, thank you so much for being here. Do you have anything to plug? Not really. Um, Aww. you could follow me if you want 
uh, at uh, <laughs> at Lily Marie underscore Young on Instagram. I really don't post that much, but good plant content. <clears throat> well, Ooh. yeah, it's sort of um, very sporadically. You've like put some of your plants in like that in like water jars, and they're growing. It seems. Oh, like. what I posted today—that's just my propagations. Yeah. They stand. Yeah. They stay in water. I sometimes I post plant stuff, but mostly I don't post anything. <laughs> follow her on Twitter. At, I don't know. No, 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 no. no. Don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> if you happen to be a person for some reason who uses Snapchat, um, <gasps> I do make uh, content for Snapchat. That's my full time job right now. You can look up React on uh, Snapchat. And there you go. And it's um, you know, if you're into that stuff, that's uh, yeah, you can find some of my editing work on there. For now, that's all I really have going on. Not much, you know. Twenty twenty, waiting for twenty twenty to end. Maybe I'll do more. It's already now. over. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Everything's yeah. great. Everything's <laughs> cured and solved. Now. Yeah. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Second question mark. Utopia has somehow. Well, it hasn't really activated because we still have the thing that lives in the White House, but you know. <laughs> The thing, Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm is living in the White House, and he's more orange than I thought Ben he'd... Grimm. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Lily shakes her head no. She says, "I want to get out of here." Connor, what do you have to plug? <laughs> if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you also enjoy tabletop role playing games. You'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's a show with over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. It's great. It's an actual play role-playing podcast, and I think you'll dig it. So, yeah, that's why I have to plug. Tyler, how about you? Just follow me on Instagram at Twained, T-W-A-Y-N-E-D, and Twitter at Tiami Vice. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at FranchisePod at... Wait, yeah. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at FranchisePod and email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com even though nobody has yet to do that. Even me asking Jacob to send us spam, he won't do it because he says he doesn't want to do it to us. So ask us questions, comments. If you're sick of us covering certain franchises, let us know. (laughs) But we must forever continue on with our unending quest to watch every single movie franchise. You know, I will say this, just a little wrap up. I feel like this is our beginning of 2021 thing, but I want to say, Tyler, I've had so much fun doing this with you and seeing all our friends over over this. And Jane came by and talked to like drop off presents and we got on the subject of movie theaters. And I was like, one of my favorite things, like when I think you were there, maybe Lily, you too, we, when we saw Mother at one point, am I misremembering those other people maybe? I saw Mother with Tesla. We saw Tesla, yeah. Okay, then maybe I'm thinking of other people, but in the vein wow. of this, because I, I have I have several conversations with you guys also in these kind of situations at like usually islands or some other random restaurant. Islands. Where we're always islands. We've, we've definitely done that with you. Yeah. We saw yeah. Uncut yes. Gems, and we saw we went to islands before. Yeah, we've done that a right. couple so, times with you, Connery, a few times. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So more times I can really count. And the the point I'm trying to say is that. This show has been so much fun and keeping that one of my favorite things to do is after a movie, just going out somewhere and just talking about it and having a nice time with friends. And yeah, I just want to say, I think we, we've, we've been pretty, doing a pretty good job keeping that somewhat alive in our own little, in our own little way, Tyler. So thank you for helping me keep the spirit of movie talking alive, or I guess this is your idea, bringing me along to keep the idea of talking about movies alive in our friend group, at least. 
Thank you. I absolutely couldn't do it without you. It's like, especially, I mean, just in general, but like in the beginning, you're like, you're not having any podcasting experience basically as well. But um, yeah, I couldn't have a better co-host to, to jump off of all the time because you'll Aww. always understand a weird reference and then you'll be like, yes, let me interpret this for the audience for it to make sense. But then you also be really funny in your own way. And it's just thinking like the last episode, like with Marin and everything. It's like, I haven't seen Marin in like a year since at this point. Year, yeah, like yeah. since last yeah, Christmas or something. So it's just mm-hmm. every time I see someone new on this, on the show and just to see uh, other guests that have been on here before, I'm just like, it's just really nice. Mm-hmm. Like, and for me too, since I live in the same space and I can even just, even yeah. if I only get to jump in for a minute to just say hi to whoever it is, even if it's just you, Connery, <laughs> and yeah. just, I, no, I, I love it too. It's, yeah, it's been, it's been nice for me too. So yeah, that's why we're covering the Naked Gun next. Yes, because we all know <laughs> it's what you all really want. It, what, it's what Happy brings everyone together. <laughs> it's what brings everyone together. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. Long live the naked gun. <laughs> Tyler, give us a, a nice sound sound bite of the Christmas Prince baby. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And like the great Christmas Prince royal baby once said, history isn't made by those who follow rules. Queen Amber said that. <laughs> oh, wow. She does. Okay. It's the deepest quote. <laughs> this is the only Christmas Prince with quotes on IMDb. Really? Oh wow, that's great. Anyway, thanks for having me, you guys. No problem.